0: So I'm, I'm reading this. Uh, there's allacronyms.com. And I typed, all I did was I just typed in Google um, caulk and gauge. Yeah. And yeah. it came up with gauge caulk joint with the abbreviation G A C G or C J. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, it basically says the definition of a is a gauge caulk joint, which to me, all that means is it is a dimensional caulk joint. Right. But it's still a cup joint. Right? Yeah. Okay. People, okay. Just,
1: so well I will have. We
0: so will sad. have the last word on that. So one. says we. No exceptions, <laughs> my ass.
2: <laughs> What's
3: architecture really about? ArchiSpeak is the show that dares to peek under the architectural kimono, exposing what architecture really is, what it is that architects really do, and show you why we are passionate about our chosen profession. I'm Neil Pan. Join Evan Troxell, Cormac Phelan, and me as we have a casual conversation about all things architecture, which includes all the stuff people don't talk about. Think you already know what architecture is really about? Tune in to find out. It's time for some ArchiSpeak. So welcome to episode 25 of the ArchiSpeak podcast. I'm Neil Pan. I'm Evan Troxell.
0: And I'm Cormac Phelan.
3: So Evan, do we have any uh,
2: friends of the show to announce this episode? Yeah, we have two friends of the show, and this week we have Matt Montgomery, who uh, I think he followed Nick Renard's lead from last week, and he donated twenty dollars and fourteen cents. Awesome! <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> thanks, Matt, and uh, we really appreciate it. And then we also had a donation from Sam Cleveland. And, uh, 25 bucks. Thank you guys very much. We appreciate it. And, uh, you guys are awesome. And if anybody else wants to get their name read on the Argus Peak podcast at com slash donate, and, uh, we'll read your name on the show. So thanks. All right. So this week, what are we talking about? Well, we got an email, right? Um, from a listener. That's right. Steve Hall. Steve Hall. He, he also, we also posted a blog post cause he, he kind of got super nerdy on, uh, on, on the pens. on the pen, and the yeah, and, and the, the pe- moleskin, and what kind of moleskin, and it was awesome. So we posted that on the blog. If you guys haven't read that, go to arcaspeakpodcast dot com slash blog and check out his post on the perfect setup according to Steve Hall. It's very cool. But yeah, we got an email from him regarding uh, the topic of spelling, and I thought his email was was a crack up. I've never heard this before. Have you? No. No, he says uh, he wanted us to talk about spelling and grammar and that he has a friend that says you don't. he doesn't want to hire an architect with good spelling because architects are supposed to be creative. So you don't want one that follows rules and can come up with creative interpretations of the spoken word. Hmm. <laughs> I have never heard of that. Never heard that. That is crazy. Because I'm the opposite. I mean... i'm I'm the opposite when it comes to spelling it's i and i it's funny because everybody in my studio knows it i can and it's totally a curse it's i it might not be a bad curse but it's a curse nonetheless i can pick out a, a misspelled word from 20 feet away on a sheet and usually what's funny is it's usually in the title or like the client's name where we we screw up stuff like that i think it's it's hilarious
0: I was actually just reviewing a, a couple of um, portfolios that people were going to send off for their uh, graduate school. And I'm flipping through, and they're like, well, this is just a rough draft. And I'm like, I'm glad this is a rough draft. And i are like, what do you mean? I'm like, all of the misspelled words in here. And they're like, what? Uh, Spellcheck didn't pick that up. I'm like, look, if I can pick it up, you know, somebody who takes pride in the fact that I can do a full paragraph, that's one one sentence, no punctuations, (laughs) then then you got to fix this.
3: Well, according to this email, I should be the most creative architect in the world because I'm a horrible speller. So probably anybody that's paid attention to our Twitter feed or our Facebook page can probably attest to that because I'll drop misspellings here or there and totally miss them. You know, but fortunately, I can blame most of it on autocorrect, but which is sometimes true. But
0: <laughs> well, you even uh, spell you know.
3: your name wrong. Yes, according. Yes, <laughs> where's well, the I? You, you can blame my mother for that one. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> it's not too late to change it. Yes, it is. So, so okay. So Neil, you you suck at spelling. Thanks for qualifying. And that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Cormac, you you suck at grammar. Grammar. Yes, and I'm good at both of them. All right, awesome. Got a good so,
0: mix. So, Neil, you should be the most, the busiest of all of us. Yeah, which is not true. But. <laughs> I didn't mean working it that way. On. I'm, I'm sorry. On I really, that. Did, I really didn't mean it that way. <laughs> it's I did okay. Kind of sound, kind of sound, you could have been be like, man, what an ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, Cormac, coming from you, you know, I, I I expect that, yeah. I have to,
2: yeah. All right, so, so he says, his, his next, his last paragraph, he says, he just wants to know if it's a two-square-foot house or a two-square-feet one, and do we really mean flashing, counter-flashing, base-flashing, cap-flashing, roof-flashing, coping, parapet, cleat, reglet, or fry-reglet? Trademark. Oh, and it's gauge and he misspelled gauge right he misspelled <laughs> g-u-a-g-e if you look up the word g-u-a-g-e and wikipedia it says it's a common misspelling of the word gauge that's all it says it's hilarious and that's then it great. says it's never cock with no exceptions and i don't get that yeah i don't get that either because he'll I'm have not... to contact us he's us gonna have to follow this. up uh, yeah with the podcast here with all the all this talk and and he's gonna have to back up this claim
0: yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm really kind of uh, interested in the. Uh, it's ne- and never caulk with no exceptions because uh, every submittal that I've ever reviewed for any kind of joint sealant of any kind, it's always caulk. Well,
2: do you think this is a North Carolina thing? Because that's where he's located. I don't know.
0: I mean, I. You, you've you've been all over, I've, right? I. I mean, I'm. Pretty close to North Carolina. and I've worked <laughs> in Florida. And All right, we need Alabama. Some yeah, we need some backup like here. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to. Uh, he's you gonna know, have to quantify that.
2: Not only is he gonna have to quantify that, he's gonna have to call us and leave a voicemail to quantify that. That's that's right. I think that that would make sense. All right, so Neil, do you want to give out the voicemail number? Sure, I can do that. Four one five
3: four eight four eight four nine six. So Steve, give us a call so we can have some fun giggling at the Google translate
2: or anyone else who has a part of this that they want to talk about. We would absolutely anybody call, leave a message. So, so the topic of spelling comes up a lot in an architecture office because, you know, in my office, there's a lot of people and most of them suck at smelling, at spelling and, uh, it's smelling too. And, uh, (laughs)
3: take another drink evan
2: i 've always wondered why is it i mean because he he brings up a valid point here for this podcast at least where he says you don 't want to hire an architect with good spelling because architects are supposed to be creative, so you don't want one that follows rules oh, but i don 't see as uh-huh. I don't i don't <laughs> wait a minute just because so you're does that a mean good everyone speller? else is more creative <laughs> i don't
3: yeah i don't under, i don't equate spelling. Ability to spell with lack of creativity, or creativity, or just uh, you know following rules.
2: Well, I think that this kind of plays into the the conversation you guys have been having on LinkedIn with Jeff Stafford and yeah, we'll and the way that, that language yeah. is changing um, because of texting and short form messaging with Twitter and abbreviations and right, uh, you right. know, one of the things I had a conversation lately with some language
0: with a, isn't changing, communication is changing. Yeah, well,
2: well, yeah, yes and no. I mean, language is always changing. And I think one thing that I've what I was brought up was that linguists are actually really excited with how fast things are changing. I've, I've talked to my wife about this, too, and she's she can't stand when people are. Misspelling and and, oh. and using abbreviation stuff. She's like, what's happening to the English language? It's it's no longer it's not sacred, you know. There's words words mean things, and and people, you know, pass right by that part of it. But but then there's there's these new things, you know. There's all of the the stuff that was kind of brought about by texting, and it, we see it all the time in in Twitter with with all the LOLs, and you know, LOL can mean five different things now. And I think this is kind of interesting. It can, yeah. I mean, it it could it could be embarrassment. It doesn't have to actually mean laughing out loud, right? It it could be like, oh, I, I stepped in dog crap, lol. You know, it's like, well, it's not really, the, oh. you know, I, <laughs> I said it, but I'm kind of embarrassed to to mention it. You know, and, okay. I, and I, right. I feel I think that happens a lot now, where we're seeing how, especially teens, you know, but but in our offices, we've got people in their twenties, and it's their main form of communication, right? a text message so yeah. yeah it's it's interesting i i do agree that it is interesting and and i also agree with my wife that it's people are are changing or losing the meaning of words at the same time and and with architecture we have a specific vocabulary and i've been working on a blog post about this where, where you know we turn a lot of people off with our arca speak right right i mean that's kind of what we started talking about in episode one um, where, where it's, it's wor- words that are made up to make you feel like you're not part of the architectural community. Um, right. right? And, uh, it I th- does it to those of us that are architects. Yeah. Too. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> what the hell is she, that person saying?
2: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's, I think the topic of language is an interesting one and it's on our drawings and it's, it's on our websites and, um, I think a lot of times we're not thinking about who our audience truly is. And if we are in an interview, we should really be thinking about it. You know, the kinds of language, the type of language that we're using when we're speaking to people.
3: Oh, Absolutely. What's said, what's not said uh, is, is critical, uh, especially when you're meeting with a client. So, But I, something that just, when do you guys find, when do you most often find spelling errors on a drawing? Oh, oh and and it's, after,
2: after it's been after, submitted, right? No,
3: oh, yeah. Or, or, or as, it's being, <laughs> as it's being plotted, right? As it's coming out the plotter and you're, you know, you're on a deadline and it's like, I don't have time to reprint this. And it's like, because you're standing over the plotter waiting for the sheet to arrive. And boom, there it comes. And you're just looking at it. And oh, geez, there it is. What's the name? No, There's because... got to be a name of that law. Murphy's Law?
2: Nah, I don't think it's Murphy's Law. but It's not Murphy's. We should name that. It's the Arcuspeak Law. What were you gonna say, Cormac?
0: No, I was just gonna say um, you know, I I don't normally stand over the printer. Um only because you have people for that. No, it's because I've convinced <laughs> myself that I've already corrected that word.
2: And so because well, it go. was a
0: red line on a drawing, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So it's already been picked up and then sure enough, you're, when you're sitting there when you get the uh um RFI. Well what did you mean by gauge? <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring it back.
1: <laughs> well, you guys
3: it, nowadays, I guess most people have the like the laser plotters, you know. So they, they yeah they we get have
0: electrostatic printers.
3: Yeah, okay. So they, everything comes out pretty quick. But I mean, do you remember okay. remember when we had the uh, the ink jets? Ink jets yeah. and and they would just you know go back and forth and they kind of line by line. So a twenty four by thirty six or thirty by forty two oh, yeah. sheet Dude. would take like ten minutes a sheet to print. Whoa. And that yeah. that's like the worst feeling in the world because oh, yeah, yeah. as you watch it appear line by line, you know, it's then like then you... Oh, oh that's wrong. Oh <laughs> crap. And then it's like another five minutes of torture before the sheet'll even drop out of the
1: plotter. <laughs> After you've no, hit no, cancel no, no, no. fourteen yeah. times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right.
0: You you see it you see the line come across and it spells the word wrong and you're like, Mother, please <laughs> and then you're hitting, you're hitting cancel. It's <laughs> just like come on.
2: <laughs> well I always used to tell my students you know I, I used to say SOS you know save often stupid right and it was like how how much work do you want to have to redo and and this would lead into the discussion of you know how often do you save when does the printer run out of ink or you know it, it runs out of ink when the projects due, right yeah, of course. At, um, your deadline when yeah, you're printing the exactly. set. you know you run out always. of hard drive space or the hard drive it always does it right when you need it and it's the same thing when it comes to spelling, right? You find it when it's practically too late.
3: Yeah, after you've hit send in your
2: tweet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Damn it. Damn it. There's like ah. there's a great Tumblr out there, I think it's called like something about autocorrect. We'll have to find it and put it in there. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, you people post that all the time. It's 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 great to see, you know, I've never really done anything that bad other than, you know, the theirs and the there and the there. Oh, there's so many of these. Oh, it's it's
2: hilarious. I'm just going through reading stupid autocorrect. F U autocomplete. Damn you autocorrect. WTF autocorrects. Oh, okay. All right.
0: <laughs> you know, and that one and that's actually becoming the go to excuse for bad grammar, bad spelling, and things like that. Oh, that's autocorrect. It's like, I, I just, just
3: said wasn't that it? <laughs> That's exactly the the point. Yeah, exactly. I do that all the time. although sometimes it's 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 real i mean you know my wife complains about that all the time autocorrect changing words to something else
0: oh yeah
3: i mean that happens so but then but then it's it's twitter so it's like well that's you know i'm on my mobile phone i've got fat fingers
2: and shit yeah yeah yeah. it happens yep move on nothing to see here well i you know i think I do think that words matter, you know, I have kids, right? So I'm constantly telling them, you know, think about what you say, think before you speak because words have meanings. And uh, there's not enough. There's a lot of times on drawings. It's like whoever's drafting it autopilots on, they're not even thinking Um, they're just on the assembly line. And I mean, that that's also probably another topic we could talk about sometime, but it's like i want people to use their brain and i i you know to me not only is the drawing a presentation of your work and it and it has the ability and can be a piece of art um but that extends all the way down to the words that we put on that sheet
0: as well but even more importantly it's a contract document mm-hmm. you know even your misspellings are now part of the Official contract. Your permanent record. Exactly. <laughs> well, dun dun dun. Right.
2: <laughs> Cue dramatic music. Right. You can edit that in, right? Yeah. Done. Perfect. Yeah, I think I think that that's that's an important thing, and and there's there's a lot of people out there who don't think twice about not only the words they're using, but how they're how they're spelling them and what order they go in, and right um all that stuff you know like back you know we all drew by hand and we all did lettering and i mean even then it was a lot harder to change a word after you wrote it than it is nowadays right and um i i guess maybe that helped me back in that i don't know if it was as bad back then i mean well you made
3: you made damn sure that you if you weren't if you weren't sure what the how how a word was spelled, you looked it up before you hand lettered it
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean because
3: I mean, because you, you're writing every it's not like you're just type banging away at the keyboard here i mean you, you literally had to hand letter uh every single you know every anything on the page right anything right. you 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 wrote it you you actually drew it so for those of you that that just think that was crazy. Well, yes, it was, but that was the only way to do it.
2: <laughs> get
3: off my well, lawn. Get off my. Get off, get my, off drafting, my drafting table. Get off my drafting table.
2: <laughs> oh my! We're gonna make that into a t-shirt.
0: That's our next shirt. That's right next. That's all be our next shirt. And that's we'll right. have a have a silhouette of Neil pointing a T square at somebody. You know, kind <laughs> kind of like his walker with his glasses like kale. down on the end of his nose old man rule
2: man <laughs>
3: yeah. All right well you know, so, you know I was I was going to lead with or go with uh you know speaking of using language um kind of leads into the second thing we were going to talk a little bit about was uh the uh article that we I think we found this originally uh on LinkedIn um uh, but it was uh New York Magazine uh, where I guess, uh, Evan Spiegel, of uh, CEO for Snapchat's response to Eric Zuckerberg's email to him from, I guess this was in November 2012, originally.
2: No relation, by the way.
3: Just because you share a first name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay.
0: And there's certainly no resemblance in the wallets either. That's right. Yeah,
3: no. No, well, if you if you're rich enough that you can feel confident to turn down three billion dollars, um, yeah, he's definitely not an architect. Monopoly money. <laughs> it, yeah, I don't understand three billion dollars, but anyway. So, so Eric Zuckerberg. I, for those that are unfamiliar with this story, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark. Mark. Oh, excuse me. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, you can edit that out. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg sends uh, Mr. Spiegel. Uh, Uh, an email uh, back in November 2012 that says, and I'll, I'll read it. It says, I'm a big fan of what you're doing at Snapchat. I'd love to meet with you and hear your vision and how you're thinking about it sometime. If you're up for it, let me know and we can go for a walk around Facebook HQ one afternoon. Mark. So Evan's response to this is, thanks, smiley face. Would be happy to meet, dash, I'll let you know when I make it up to the Bay Area. And, you know, so instead of what you might think would be uh, like a a response, you know, Mark Zuckerberg's emailing you, um, you know, you might consider like responding and saying, um, you know, uh, like, you know, praise him as the CEO, um, you know, absolutely love to meet with you at your earliest opportunity. Sure. You know, be on the next flight to San Francisco you know, something like that. No, instead, he just was, kind of blows him off, and does it with a sentence fragment and bad punctuation and a smiley face. And it's like, is that really proper business etiquette and/or communication? Right. I mean, that kind of goes. Well, it goes back to what Evan was saying about you know, lose the language is changing.
0: Well, that's not even real language because you said. Bad punctuation. There's no punctuation in that. There's well, not a period, really, not a comma. There's nothing.
3: You're um, right. Actually, that's true. Words aren't capitalized properly. It, I mean,
0: you know, and it it's it's kind of ridiculous. Not in the sense that he's kind of blowing off Mark Zuckerberg. You know, that's neither here nor there. I mean, it's. But if you have a CEO of a company, and a in this particular case, and he probably didn't know it at the time, a potential suitor for possibly buying out your company you know you you'd want to give them you know a reasonable courtesy you know you know uh you know so the courtesy of just responding back to them and saying you know thank you mark it, you know great to hear that you enjoy what we're doing you know something right
3: but but i guess the question really is uh and we'll get more into kind of what this article gets to but i mean my question is um is this is this standard communication amongst the twenty somethings and or teens? And, you know, because they're so used, they grew up texting, and is this is is this acceptable? I guess is the question.
0: Well, see, this is to me this is a text response rather than you know a proper email response. You know, email is. I, I guess in a way people are starting to look at email as more of like the formal used to be the snail mail type thing where, you know, you would use their first name and you would use proper, you know, spelling and it would be a more, you know, kind of polished document. Right. Versus in text, you know, it's like, yo, what's up? You know, and um you know Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, what was that again? What? Yo, what's up? You know, <laughs> That that was that was your last text to me. <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was not. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: was maybe a text to your son. <laughs> or his text to you maybe. <laughs> but I guess all right, well all right. But if, if you and I are talk texting back and forth, maybe that that's fine, right? But but, but but when it's text- somebody you don't know and, and a CEO of Zuckerberg's, you know,
0: notoriety.
2: I think he was just really? being himself. I mean.
0: Well, you know, I mean, there's a bit of decorum that's starting to slip away from, you know, modern communication. It's changing. Um, yeah. It, I, it, it's disappearing. There you go. Um, you know, I mean. You were talking earlier about your wife and how it frustrates you, you know, how it frustrates her about, you know, all the misspelled words and stuff. I mean, think about my school teacher wife who, you know, all she does is sit there and preach all the time about proper spelling, proper grammar and everything else. And, uh, you know, she sits there and she reads all this stuff and she's... (laughs) Every once in a great while, you know, she'll read out loud, you know, somebody's Facebook post or something like that, and she's like, "Oh man, these people are forty and they can't speak English, right?" You know, and it just burns her. And you know, it's it's bad to say, but I mean, if you read, you know, a lot of correspondence back and forth, like interoffice correspondence and stuff like that, that's what you get. Is like, you know, um, thanks, smiley face. oh i hate that email never send me an email that just says thanks no yeah don't you just just
2: don't waste your time right i already i already know
1: (laughs) yeah i was the one i was the one who sent the email i sent you good information you're welcome
2: you're welcome yeah no need to respond well have you guys seen the um i i just put the links in there for uh for the website three sentences four sentences five sentences uh it it's pretty funny but but what it is it, you know there's a lot of people I, this is a new year's resolution i think for a lot of people write shorter email because i know i see this all the time in my office where i'm reading an email and i'm like how long did it take this person to craft this email it's like this is an this is longer than a blog post this is long form it must have taken 2 hours to come up with all of these points and it's Repetitive and it you know, it says the same thing multiple times and it's repetitive and it's you know, I could go on. The the five sentences it's it's five dot sentence dot es um yeah, I'm spelled a little weird, weird but yeah. if you if you check the show notes. Um but basically and subscribe it's, to those show notes. It's a personal policy that all the email responses, regardless of recipient or subject, will be, you know, three, four, five sentences or less. It's that simple. And it's true. I think, you know, if if you're going to if you need to have a conversation, do it over the phone.
0: If you're unless it has to be on the record yeah. in print so that but, it is a formal response to some kind of I mean, you know, because a lot of people use emails as, you know, something that is going to be part of the contract documents, you know, a response that says, you know, "Hey, we would like to change, you know, give you a rundown of like, you know, I want to change the flashing, um, and I wanted to do this, 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 and this, and then you respond and then you probably put some little like legalese or something in there that kind of <laughs> yeah. makes them, you know, kind of, I'm sorry, the was this an RFI? In. Well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of times where they want to circumvent the RFI process, and, you know, ask you a direct question, which, you know, sometimes whatever, but, um, you know, I always, I'll more or less, respond as if I was responding to an RFI. To basically, I think you
2: told us about how you respond to that stuff, right? Isn't it like one super long sentence with no punctuation?
0: <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> and then it's a lot of profanity, and then I erase that one, and then and then type the right the one that I really want to say.
2: There's two versions of every email that go out, right? Yeah.
0: yeah, there well, has been.
2: I get I get emails that are that are super long. They use a lot of unnecessary quotation marks. They've got weird punctuation, like the end of a sentence that's in all caps, and it has dot 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 question mark question mark question mark, and it's like who who, who writes? writes like that? Yeah, I don't know. It's it makes me crazy to read stuff like that, and it just makes me want to, you know. My favorite button on the keyboard for email is the delete key. And those are the ones that go st- straight to the delete key. It's like, I can't even read this. You, I can't take you seriously.
3: Well, this article about this email from Zuckerberg and, and back uh, back and forth. The, he, In the article, they, they call it strategic sloppiness. That they're trying to be cool. And maybe funny, I guess. Um, and you know, at the end, he he says, you know, it, it is it isn't right for every situation. This ultra casual approach works best when the person you're emailing is already familiar with you and your work. Um, and but it's but it's risky with strangers. And yeah, and it says here even riskier yet with bosses. Um, but. You know, it's, it's it's this casual tone could be taken as a sign of disrespect, which you know that's the way I take it. But maybe, you know, between these two guys, maybe it, it was a sign of respect. I, I have no idea. But it, it, he does caution, like, it, you know, don't don't do this, uh, as, you know, especially if it's <laughs> don't with some people. Well, <laughs> it, he's actually he says here at the end, like, professional communication is extremely dicey territory with high stakes. Um, so don't, if you don't feel comfortable using strategic sloppiness at your job, forget it. If you're uncomfortable with emails, if, or excuse me, if you're uncomfortable, your emails will come off as forced anyway, which kind of defeats the purpose.
2: Yeah. If it sounds fake, right? Exactly. And, and if you look at the context, I mean, first of all, the guy's not interested in selling to Facebook so he can be as real or whatever as he wants to be. Right. True. Yeah. Yeah. um the second one is he he is the ceo of snapchat i mean there's some context right there right to to the type of communication he's interested in (laughs) that's very true so i think it does depend on the person and the profession and the context and all that kind of stuff
0: send me a snapchat of your junk so i know you're serious (laughs) (laughs) wow (laughs) wow You weren't talking to me. Where there were you? No, I mean that's that's more or less what it kind of felt like. His response was, you know, it's just like, you know, how dare you send me an email, send me a send me a Snapchat, and then I'll know that you're, you know, that you're somebody to be to talk to.
3: All right, I had a question for you. That's just, that's great. There's your intro. Um, no. <laughs> No, I got a question for you guys. Do you ever use I don't I don't use Snapchat. Do you guys?
0: No, I don't know what the hell it is. I don't
3: know what it is either. Okay, I mean, it's I, all days. I all I, don't I feel know is, bad now.
0: I, I know what it is. All I know is that they just messed up Instagram with doing the little you know private you know photo messages and stuff.
3: Oh yeah, so now what? you can send private Instagram messages. So you can send yes. your junk to Zuckerberg if you
0: want privately. I guess <laughs> there you go. Is nice. that it? It's all about, you know, the uh, proper tone of your junk. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. <laughs> Back on topic. <laughs> or else the snowball begins. Well, yeah. you know, I mean. Where's, uh, honestly,
3: the, where's the scratching needle when you need
0: Honestly, Evan, it sounds like, you know, you and I and possibly even you and, and Neil are maybe a little different on this. You know, whereas you're talking about is an evolution of conversation, You know, I I more look at it as just, you know, in in a way, I I love this term that uh, I heard a long time ago and and have used it pretty much ever since. I, I just look at it as a dumbassification of, you know, the English language. I mean, we're now, we're getting to a point where it doesn't really matter. I mean, the thing that frustrates me the most about Twitter is if I'm trying to say something, you know, Obviously, it wants me to be very succinct with it, and you know, be you know, short and sweet. But I can't, you know, if I if I have to do 143 characters, um, then I have you to get go back three more run. than I do. No, no, I'm just saying that <laughs> it just you know, if he's he's special,
2: yeah.
0: if I can't fit the 140 characters, and it's forcing me to basically go in and like dumb down a word it's like oh they'll know what i mean you know um i'm gonna spell you know something some other way and stuff it just irks me that i have to i mean spelling i i'm pretty good at okay punctuation whatever you know grammar whatever but it just irks me that you have to kind of dumb down your words to converse with people and that's how today's communication is i i, mean, I, I kind
2: of find it, it it's kind of an art form i you know when i think about it because usually what i'll do is i'll i'll type something up and it's too long but i know it's too long but i just write it out anyway just so i can get my thought out there and then i spend time editing it you know i i spend a lot of time editing my writing oh. and writing my blog posts and my yeah, and my yeah. twitter posts even and you figure out creative ways to get it down to the right number of characters, whether it's through abbreviation or you have to change what you say. But I, I feel like that—that's my approach, and I'm sure other people do that too. And I, but, well, but a lot of people don't.
3: But haven't we already been seeing this for for a while now? I mean, uh, does anybody remember Kentucky Fried Chicken? No. No. What's that? Oh, it's KFC now. KFC. Well, you know, that's because... Or, okay, they, how about this? Have you guys wait, seen... Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. Okay, quick, all right, go ahead. The reason why they can't call themselves Kentucky Fried Chicken... Oh, is there a be, reason? Yeah, there is. Oh, well, <laughs> um, do tell. Maybe, oh, shit, you just... Oh, I just swore. Uh, you, <laughs> you probably don't want to know this, but it's because <laughs> okay. um, there was a... And I don't know if this is you know uh, a myth or whatever, but um, somebody was telling me Snopes. that the reason that they can't use it... Is because um, they weren't selling actual chicken. It it was it was uh, oh get out. It was, cont- it, it, was it was nicknamed uh, well, it was nicknamed you know Kentucky Fried Chemistry. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Seriously? Chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, this, I
2: agree. The, I get that man. It's full of MSG.
0: Yeah. The stuff that they were don't eat. The it, stuff people. they were passing off as chicken was uh, it was chicken. Ish. it was chicken. Yeah, at, at one point in time, it started off as a chicken type product. Um, chicken don't was, have nuggets, but exactly. But s- since it was so <laughs> much so modified, there was nothing chicken about it. You know, when it gets into your sandwich or your, you know. So uh, I think they've haven't they gone back to using Kentucky fried chicken now? Uh, not that I'm aware. Um, <laughs> But anyway, I don't know. So. I'll have
3: to look that up. We'll look that up and see if we can. I'll put the the link to KFC's Wikipedia page in the in the show notes, and we can go read up on that. But okay, so I I've got another one. Uh, has anybody seen the most? Well, what I think is the most recent Jack in the Box commercial about the social media intern? Nope. Oh, okay. Well. This, this is this we'll have a link in the show notes for it. But uh, Jack Jack is walking down the hall in, in the office and the social media intern comes up and uh, basically says something to the effect like, oh, have you seen all these suggestions everybody's posting to the to the website? It's a maze. And he says, ing. Because I guess <laughs> that's maze. his uh, next tweet. <laughs> yeah. that, that's that's you know it's a maze. And I'm like, yes, really? OK. And so, you know, his comment back is ing. And then later she goes, uh, she says something about uh, she goes, oh, is that where you got this idea for that uh, that clock clock band or something you wear on your wrist? And he goes, oh, "My," he's like, and I may I may be saying that wrong, but but he goes like my watch. And he's like, oh, no, that was invented a long time ago. And her response is what, like in the 80s? <laughs> But, you know, so anyway, that kind of goes to this, you know, 20 something sort of uh, uh, social media, you know, person and how they communicate, right? That's what we've been talking about. So I All just. Right.
0: I, so are I you saying we're getting so old?
3: Yeah. I don't know. Are we? Or, you know, or is the English language changing and we're just not adapting?
2: Yeah, good question. I don't know. So, so, I don't know. My so let me ask you <laughs> this. When you what? start putting this crap on your drawings, then,
3: well, that's yeah. It's like,
0: are we gonna, oh, are, exactly.
3: you know, are we gonna start doing uh, uh, general notes in 140
0: characters or less? <laughs> no. So at the end of all of my uh, demo notes, I'm going to put LOL, <laughs> JK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, it's. I, I remember
2: Steve Jobs' emails were always super short right they're always like one word yes no right sounds good uh really short you know you only have so much time in the day but when you're when you are working on like Cormac says when you're working on a legal document it's entirely different or a request for proposal or doing an interview you do have to choose your language wisely and you've got to have people check it and there's all kinds of ramifications that come along with it so
0: yeah. And I, and I think there's a little bit different, you know, and I don't necessarily think that, um, well, I don't know. I'm not quite sure how to really read Steve's email. I mean, is he saying that, you know, an architect with good spelling? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm you know, when you have a casual conversation, I mean, you, you know, you can shorten it and it can be whatever it is, but when you're right, when you're, when it's professional time, you've got to act professional. You've got to be professional. It's got to sound and look professional. Um, Unless you're the CEO
2: it, of Snapchat.
0: But that doesn't mean Arca speak either. No, it doesn't. I mean, you know, you just have – it has to be clear, concise. I mean, the you know, it, the thing that I say to the interns or the recent graduates or, you know, anybody is – if you have a if you have a question or something's wrong or this it's not going to cost you anything to fix it before it goes out to bid once it goes out to bid it's going to cost you when it's caught in the field it's going to cost you fix your mistakes fix your spelling you know make it clear you know if there's if you have a question they're going to have a question Yours is free, theirs is not.
1: <laughs>
0: well, you know, the, the other
3: thing too, and I think you mentioned it earlier about uh, when you were talking about email, but, you know, if you're, if you're pounding out an email and, and you're having a tough time writing it out, you know, if you're trying to ask a question, and this is separate of, say, an RFI or, or something like that, or, um, but it's like, you know what? Pick up the damn phone. Everybody's so scared about calling somebody to get an answer or to work something out. You know, if you're working with a consultant and, you know, because we all are so used to just shooting emails, figure, well, you know, that that's a, sometimes a quicker form of communication. So I I guess what I'm trying to get at is that, you know, pick your, pick your medium and sometimes picking up the phone, making that call, and a two-minute conversation solves way more than you can do in like spending all day going back and forth through email.
2: Yep, totally agree.
3: And that—that's a good, you know, and and but sometimes emails better. You know, it's like if you need to ask a simple, quick question, you need a yes or no, or um, you know, something that. Uh, you know, to, Hey, what is this particular product or something? Send me a link to it. You know, that might work better through an email and you might get a faster response. And then you yeah. don't have to go through the whole, like, Hey, what'd you do this weekend? Right. You know, so you, you eliminate that. So, I mean, sometimes picking up the phone is right, is good. Sometimes, you know, shooting an email is better. And I guess, you know, it takes some time, but you know, you figure that out eventually. What's the best way to do it?
2: Yeah, there was a bunch of emails coming through. One day we were coordinating stuff between us and our, uh, the structural consultant, and I just picked up the phone and called him. And And I said, you know, I'm going to respond to your five emails, but I just wanted to do it over the phone because I prefer to talk to you. And he said, thank you. I <laughs> prefer that too. And I thought, yeah. well, that was that was nice, you know, but why'd you send those five emails already it's 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 funny, but I think we do kind of default to using the the box on the on the table to communicate where where we could just pick up the phone and not everything has to go through that computer.
0: Why are people afraid to like pick up the phone? You know I mean because
2: uh, yeah I think just the culture's kind of changing
0: yeah. like, so I was i was um i texted something to a friend of mine um and uh, yo and, what's and up he, well exactly yo what's up and um and so he had texted me back and so i was like well you know he's like you know I, I, what are you guys doing this weekend so i pick you know so i call him and he's like why are you call-? you know first i call him <laughs> and he doesn't pick up the he phone. he doesn't answer and I'm like, you just texted me. You clearly have your phone, like, within inches of yourself. Yeah, I don't get that yeah. at all. And then, and then, so he didn't pick up the phone. And then he calls him back, you know, and he's like, well, why, why did you call me? Because it's a lot easier to talk to you than it is to sit here and type it out. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's, it's, you know, I, okay. I've heard that in the office, too. You know, people are like, you know, ooh, why would you call them? Like, don't you just email them? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, not me. Well, I, th- th- there might be the
3: occasion where, like, maybe you're in a in a meeting, you know, where you're just, say, a staff meeting or something, a lot of people or something, and, and you send off a quick email or, you know, a quick text to somebody asking them something, and it's like, if they call you back, you know, obviously you can't pick up the phone at that point. But, uh, you know, so it's... So maybe that's You're that in a happens, staff but... meeting.
0: You should be paying attention. Well, yes. All right. Fine. Or sketching.
1: Or Whatever. Sketch.
3: Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. A zombie. A zombie. <laughs> yeah.
2: A rag doll. Right. A rag person.
0: What do you <laughs> call that person? How, you get, how you, politically you, correct of you. Yes, rag person.
3: What do you call those things?
0: <laughs> rag people.
3: Rag people. All right. So I was right. <laughs> rag yeah. dolls. Man, when it's late, you get touchy. Wait, I got touchy? You anyway.
0: Get off my desk.
3: Drafting table.
2: What's that? What is that? I I I got out. I I just I don't have a a parallel rule at my desk. I'm hopefully getting one soon. But, um, you're not an architect then at, at the office, but
0: <laughs> you have to move, um, you have to move your computer out of the way to use there's it. There's <laughs> quotation marks.
2: There's quotation marks around the word architect. So I am because they're unnecessary. But anyway, I, I, I drew some. you know, I, I just taped this thing down on my desk and I got one of those, uh, my friend Mark loaned me his parallel, his rolling ruler. Oh yeah. And, uh, because that was the next best thing. And, uh, it was so fun. To draw a floor plan by hand, it's been a long time, and uh, it was kind of liberating. It was it just it was like it was like using that part of my brain I haven't used in so long. It was it was really nice. So everyone Wait. should give that a try this week.
3: I I've got a question for you guys. Since you're uh, do you, you're just taking exams, okay? Maybe this doesn't apply then. Uh, I just saw that there's like some new app where you can like. Keep track of your, um, IDP credits. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The NCARB has a new IDP app.
3: Oh, okay. All right. But you guys aren't doing that. So, um, all right. And I'm so, you that.
0: know, call them up and talk to them on the line, on the phone. Cause they don't like talking to people on the phone. They sure don't.
2: No, I, I, I do it. I, I track my IDP hours. Why? Oh, do you still have to, or are <laughs> yeah. you done? No. Oh, Okay. Right, no, so... because they only let you go back six months. You can't use any real experience when you do IDP. So
3: what do you do? That's oh, so make another it topic. Up? No, I well, mean
2: you have to. You can only go back six months, and then you just have to basically start over. You have to track from now forward. Oh, oh. So even if you've you been need... working for ten or fifteen or twenty years, you you can only go back six months. Oh. Okay.
3: All right. Well, I just, I just, you know, I thought that would be kind of helpful to have an app where you could track it and then it, I guess it reports back to them.
2: You do it. You can do it through their website. Oh, okay. But Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's what, that's what they're spending our money on. Your money, not mine. (laughs) Yes. All right. I was just curious.
3: No, I mean, if you want to be
0: licensed in another state, it'll be your money too. No, nah, I'm staying here and after seeing your
3: polar vortex back east, I, I don't want any part of that.
2: Yeah, really. I saw this map, it was hilarious. It was like all the different <laughs> I, parts of the US and and it was like you know, ver- L- various LOA levels for oh, California, yeah. right? Various levels of of cold, booty cold, and then California it just said LOL. Right, right. <laughs> it's true. It's now been the most that- amazing December ever. It's a, it's crazy, and, and now into January, and uh, yeah, and January. I mean, how actually, long? It can't last long. It
3: it can't. Well, we better hope not. I mean, this is uh like one of the worst droughts yeah, of really. seasons so far ever. Yeah. So at least for California, we're yeah. Gonna... Where's our snow? Well, I know there's no snow in the mountains. Some friends were going to the mountains this weekend, and and we're like, "Gonna go have a
2: barbecue out at the beach."
3: Yeah, go have a barbecue out at the beach. That's what
2: you guys get.
0: You know what? You guys just dry up and blow away. The dust bowl. (laughs) The dust bowl. We'll be lol in you ass. You will be stuck in a block of ice. The
2: teeter will totter. You know, it's all a cycle.
0: When Mother Nature gives you ice, you chip it off and you put it in your drink glass. (laughs) <laughs> there's Cormac's uh, uh
1: I saw for some, the day
2: <laughs> I saw some amazing photos of Niagara Falls almost no, completely yes. frozen
0: over, yes, did you guys see the uh that um there's the uh lighthouse in Michigan yeah, yeah. yeah. oh crazy. yeah, that was
3: amazing, all right, you guys got anything else? no, I think that's yeah, that's it. Let's wrap this up so if you have questions or comments, visit our website at arcuspeakpodcast.com. We have links to our Twitter accounts and the Facebook page where you can join in on the conversation. You can also call the ArchiSpeak podcast hotline at 415-484-8496 and tell us your fun architectural experience of the week. And don't forget to leave a review on iTunes.
2: Cool. Oh, and and by the way, uh, thanks to everybody who ordered ArchiSpeak shirts. Absolutely. We appreciate it, and they're uh, being uh, created now, so... Updates to follow on that. So thanks again to everybody for ordering shirts. That was awesome.
1: Yes,
0: thank you. All right. Okay. Oh, wait. Wait, oh, no. oh what? We we did forget one thing. What? I don't believe we uh gave our shout out to uh uh Clemson School of Architecture. That's oh. right. That's right. They are now following the Arc Speak podcast. That's right. We need uh we need to make uh all the rest of those uh students out there and all the rest of the schools uh listen to us too. Pearls of wisdom from Neil. (laughs) will get you through the rest of your career. Oh, no pressure now.
3: (laughs) All right, everyone. Stay Stay subscribed and thanks for listening. Good
0: night. Good night. Good night.
1: This is what you get, this is what you get, this is a schedule, this is the set, it's all predictable, let you forget, this is all you can